You are now tuned into the Antidote Podcast with DJ Graphmatic and Paulie Dance. Subscribe now and please consider leaving us a 5-star review. Take the Antidote. Yeah, uh, I know myself far too well to be a stranger of pain Despite it all, we remain in the same I'm just changing the game Heart pure, never tainted with fame Straight ahead, I'ma stay in my lane Never switching courses, life's amazing Shit is gorgeous Looking at the bigger picture portrait And I smile wide Performed a song and the crowd cried How can I lie? I'm tearing up as I'm starting to stare And y'all lies I know the shit you going through the last month you're stressing as you hitting on that glass blunt A nigga praying to get lucky like Daft Punk You can't even stomach the pain, now that's a bad lunch Uh, ramen noodles on a regular Add some seasoning and some hot sauce for a better touch Peanut butter, jelly, and syrup sandwich, etc And we just flying in the nebula And it might not be such a bad idea if I never went home again See, it might not be such a bad idea if I never went home so again Don't you cry, little baby, little baby It'll be alright Don't you cry, little baby around the world four times looking for parking finally found a condo that shit still feel like apartment out south my foul mouth started sounding like apartment roundabout like cartwheels hopped inside of a u-haul confused where all my art went monsters in a quiet place some of these decisions is like sharpie on a dry erase i know they thought i wouldn't but i'm fireplace i had my cake and ate it too that shit is in a quiet taste i promised i would buy a place i got my favorite roommates they used to never see me like when you zip up a new babe do that shit for it's too late don't ever Drink the Kool-Aid Don't ever think it's sweet That's that creme de la brulee Who they? They rob a goulet They not see cuckoo buffet My wifey yelling who they? My daughter yelling hooray I see it clear like Blu-ray I park it in the sky I keep them on my block Round the corner of my eye Like a sty, uh So don't you shed a tear Cause there'll be better years I live life by faith, nigga Instead of fear God crying Thunderstorms is heaven tears The feeling of lost hope Shit is never here Cause we gon' make it happen by any means a young nigga dog but i don't witness many things age 13 wearing hand-me-down skinny jeans you know they're a little extra faded around the knees with the grass stains in them i really wish a little extra cash came in them because a nigga really needed it pain i defeated it and brought back soul survivor nigga what you call that and it might not be such a bad idea if i never went such a bad idea if I never went home so again. Don't you cry, little baby, little baby. It'll be alright. Don't you cry, little baby. It's gonna be alright. And it might not be such a bad idea if I never went home again. See, it might not be such a bad idea if I never went home. So don't you cry. Good. This is DJ Craftmatic. You already know. I got Polly Dubs with me. Welcome back to the damn antidote, dog. The antidote show. Yeah, greetings, Earthlings. Thanks for tuning in, subscribing, listening. We got another great episode here for you. Yeah, you already know. We always come bring the heat. We're we talking all the shit, man. I don't know. We were just talking about it, man. I know that Khaled episode was hilarious. Yeah. If y'all haven't listened to that one, you tripping. That shit's funny. Yeah, that DJ Khaled episode from last week is fucking hilarious. So definitely check that shit out if you haven't. Listen to yeah, that one first. It's crazy. I think that's episode 34. Yes, sir. Yeah, make sure y'all go to the website, takethantidote.com, like, share, subscribe. Uh, we're on Spotify, Stitcher, uh, Apple Podcasts, you know, all that shit, man. Y'all just find us, man. It's called the Antidote Podcast Show, man. Yeah. yeah. Take the antidote.com, the easiest place to find us for the wherever easiest. wherever you're at. Uh, we've been talking about a lot about basketball. It's been our primary focus uh, before NFL comes into swing here in about a month. But right now, NBA is the talk of the town. Crowned some new champions last week, which uh, 
I predicted before the series that Toronto was going to win. I said Toronto in seven. Toronto did win. They won in six. Uh, me and Kraft both called that they would win game six and win the title. And it was kind of a crazy way to go down. We talked about Durant blowing out his Achilles last week. And in game six, Clay Thompson blows out his ACL. Also, another free agent to be. That's also, uh, you know, another thing that needs to be brought up um, as Durant and Clay Thompson were both set to become free agents. Yeah, and to make a big bag. And now, now they're about to lose a little bit of money. Somebody going to come down a little bit. Um, I feel kind of bad for Clay, man. That shit was, that shit was terrible. I think they would have won if Clay would have stayed in the game because he was hot as hell before he went down. Uh, tore his ACL, man. Yeah, I know everybody watched that. <clears throat> everybody watched that game. Everybody saw what happened, man. It was it was pretty ugly. It sucks, but injuries happen, uh, and that's what happens when you don't really have load management on your team. So yeah. <laughs> all those dudes got hurt late in the season and just couldn't finish finish out after playing all them damn games. Right. So it's kind of tricky. Obviously, the medical staff of the Warriors played a part, at least some of it. Um, not getting these players ready or not letting these players understand the problem of it. So I'll be surprised if they keep their medical staff. It'll be hard to re-sign one of these guys just based off of their medical staff, I would say. Yeah, it's going to be a little bit. I don't blame them too much. I mean, you know, um, Clay Thompson's actually like a, an Iron Man of sorts. That dude didn't miss a game the previous season. Um, and he even if he got hurt, then he would continue to play through. And that's his thing. Is like, yeah, the same thing will happen to Durant. You want – you want your guys to to make the decision on their own, but they're going to try to play. I mean, that's just what it comes down to. Uh, Clay looked like he was hurt. He got up. He walked off. Um, started doing jumping jacks and shit in the he hallway. He came back so and made the free throws. Yeah, came back and did the free throws, but that, that's because they went back there and told him, like, yo, yeah. if, you don't, if you don't shoot these free throws, then that's, you know, this is what's going to happen anyway. So, I mean, they kind of they kind of just basically told him, and he went out there and pulled the Kobe. I thought that was real deal type of shit. Uh, so, shout out to Clay on that. But, man – uh, to me, this is the question, and I've been watching, of course, I love watching sports shows and everything like that, and everybody asks the question, so i got to ask you the question. Do you think Steph Curry is clutch then? Like, is Steph Curry clutch? I don't think he's clutch. <laughs> I mean, the guy has three MVP awards. That speaks for itself. Um, he's got three, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's got – well, he's got, what, a finals MVP? Uh, I believe, yeah, I think he has two regular season MVPs. He's got a finals MVP in there, so he's got yeah, trophies. He's definitely got a regular season MVP, so yeah. I mean, I would not – I'm talking about clutch factor, though. Pull, I mean, look yeah. at – I'm, I'm looking at like, the final ever. shot in the game. He is the best shooter ever, but I'm talking about like in the last shot. Yo, if you look at his in-clutch time shooting percentage, like he's in like the low 30%. Like he's not clutch, man. But, like, yeah, who, but who is like – who is clutch? Like who's the best clutch? Kawhi Leonard. <laughs> Kawhi no. Leonard is clutch as fuck. Like Damian Lillard. a high Lillard, percentage maybe? right now. He's Damian like, Lillard. Daily, Damian Lillard uh, is, is game time. Um, you even have to – as much as most people – LeBron actually is like one of the most clutch players of all time. I mean, the stats prove it. I think he's been in more situations where that happens. So, of course, he's – you know, he's made some shots. He's also deferred a lot of shots. Yeah, he does. He does. I'm not going to say that. But his stats the, – the numbers prove it as far as how many times they've taken a shot. If you were to measure how many times each of them has taken a game-winning shot and have a minimum – of 25 game winning or clutch position go go ahead shots all of them have taken at least 25 of those he's in the topper he's in the higher percentage up there with Kawhi and the Damian Lillard so we got to say that because he actually has the most buzzer beaters of all time okay um, so that's kind of crazy so I mean yeah that means and and that's a that's a high number to get to at this point but I, I don't know. Steph is not clutch to me man like Steph could be the greatest shooter of all time if he's wide open if I have him wide open and and you're and you're gonna say you know wide open to take the shot to win the game. I'll probably give it to Steph Curry or Ray Allen. Probably Ray Allen actually. <laughs> if you're talking about yeah. wide open, who's gonna hit it like automatically? It's gonna be one of those two guys. So I would give him that. But you know, I don't know. It's just the numbers don't lie, man. And and I I, I feel bad for Steph, but at the same time I don't because this is what some of the superstar players had to go through as far as carrying a team and being the guy like you are the guy and pretty much the team rides or dies on your shot or your gameplay um that's been LeBron's whole career um you know that was Kobe's last few years um I mean all the greats had to go through it so I think I don't know man he's gotta he's gotta step it up in the in the in the clutch time for me yeah for sure um 
he, you know, obviously he's a shooter, so he'll go through streaks there. Yeah. And sometimes he's not the one that's going to close out the game and carry the game. And that's part of been the beauty of Steph Curry. You know, he's, he's had other players that are around him. So yeah, he hasn't, he hasn't had to exactly. Yeah. So that's a tough question to answer. Cause he, he never has had to be the, I mean, he's always been the the guy, but he's never had to been the guy that had to carry the team because they've always, they've been really smart about putting the right weapons around him after they drafted him. So yeah, with having Clay and and of course Draymond, Draymond's even hit some yeah. you know pretty clutch shots in his career, and so then, then of course Durant. But so then the other factor is like once you're down to you need it to be on Steph Curry's back. There's also has to be a lot of uh, you know emotional loss that has to happen. Like you can't shake from your head that damn Clay Thompson just tore his ACL. Now I got to carry this. Like you're thinking about Clay. You know what I mean? And not right. thinking about about carrying the team. Or you, now you're thinking about Durant being hurt too and now well, I don't know if they if they knew at that time that was his ACL then he just went out and he's like but oh. either way bro like instead of Clay Thompson he's got Jonas Jerepko out there to pass the ball <laughs> yeah. so that's running through his hey, Cook was actually keeping him in the game shit <laughs> so it, it's a tough thing it's a tough thing to rate you know how just how clutch he is but I mean if I just need one shot that needs to be made I'm, I'm calling Steph Curry out there to take that shot for me I, I'm just saying the fun guy. The fun guy is like literally hey. the best basketball player in the NBA right now. Boardman, um, Boardman gets the board last man. laugh. <laughs> <laughs> in that video, man, we got to run that clip. Ha ha ha! <laughs> Yo, even the funnier part of this too is like, of course, Toronto win. Drake act like he won the whole thing. Like he played all all those games too. Like he played all six games of the finals. Like, oh shit. Man, run that clip, actually. Put that clip in there. <laughs> Drake is a cloud, dog. Like I, I swear, man. Um, yeah, he act like he won that shit too. So it's kind of funny, man. It's it's funny and sad at the same time, dog. Like it's just it's just funny uh, to see that dude thinking that he actually played the game, and then it's sad that he did win because then immediately after that he was talking shit on two songs. Because I don't know if you heard his two new songs. He dropped two new songs recently. He dropped, um, the day after they won the title in celebration of it, he dropped two new yeah. tracks. Two new tracks, Omerta and uh, I can't remember the other one, but, yo, um, <laughs> this dude is, is too funny, yo. Um, yeah, but, I mean, shout out, shout out to the claw. So that brings us to a whole different thing, though, a part of this. We've already been talking about it, speculating, because obviously this is, to me, this is a buzzing time. A lot of people get bored during the summer and stuff like that. I, I like basketball pretty much 365 because I've already started watching the combines and everything else. Um, next week is the draft. So, you know, it's coming yep. up soon. Summer um, league. Summer league is rolling up. So uh, a lot of things already been happening in the NBA in the off season, you know. Uh, so we got to start at the top. Where does the claw land? And we were talking about it earlier. Um, we've been talking about it over the last couple of weeks, but it seems like we, we've come to a different conclusion at this point with some of the things that we've seen. Yeah, so obviously past couple of weeks, we've both been kind of automatically saying that we think Kawhi is going to stay with Toronto. And I think if Toronto didn't win the title – that would be a hundred percent the case. Like, you know, if they came that close, didn't win the title, he's going to come back there to, to try to get them that title. However, they won the title. They won the championship. He doesn't owe him anything. Like 
I think he's going to leave now. I don't, I don't think it can get any better than winning the title in Toronto. Um, especially if it's, you just make it a one and done deal, no one's ever going to be mad at you because you won that title. You'll, you're automatically the number one Raptor of all time. Yeah, they might build a statue of him just like fucking Rocky Balboa. They should, bro, of that three pointer. <laughs> I want that. I want to see that New Balance and get shined every morning. That needs to be a like a a Van Gogh or something. <laughs> Basquiat. <laughs> they gonna Basquiat that shit or something. Uh, so, see, so, yeah, so my my thinking on the process kind of switched. Now he won the title. I think he got a second ring. This is the second three peat that he's busted up. Yeah, the dynasty killer. Yeah, the dynasty killer, man. He also killed the Spurs dynasty by getting traded out of there. No question about that. Sorry to DeMar DeRozan, but you ain't no Kawhi Leonard. I feel like <laughs> Kawhi Leonard just proved that. DeMar DeRozan is a scrub compared to his. <laughs> I'm sorry, Doug. And so, we've seen the sign that said that, you know, the DeMar DeRozan had to die for this in order for this to happen. <laughs> they killed his career and traded his ass well not really i mean going to greg popovich isn't a bad thing but that's hilarious <laughs> yeah so um what do you think man do you think Kawhi's is going to stay in toronto now that he's won a, a ring there's a couple of interesting factors in this situation i think honestly i still would think uh, he would want to stay i mean this is this is just me i don't know maybe i'm taking the lazy way out you get a ring i mean that's an accomplishment nowadays especially with teams out there who are building um, dynasties together, you know, pretty much in the last, what, 20 years, we've had at least three dynasties, the Spurs, the Lakers, and now the Warriors. And, uh, oh, Miami, I guess for they, they went for on a run. They were there all the time. But those are East, you know, that's the Eastern team. The Western teams have pretty much dominated because, again, I said the Warriors, the Spurs, and the Lakers. So, I mean, when you're talking about dominance, you got to go play somewhere else to try to meet them because you're not going to be able to play them you know, or get out of that conference, especially in the West. So I think it's an interesting factor for him to stay in the East. A lot of people say the East is weak. I thought it's, I think it's getting a lot better. They beat the, they actually played really tough competition to get the, to get there. I think they had easier competition than the Warriors did to get to the finals. So there, that doesn't mean that there's really weak teams out there in the East. So he's got it there. I mean, I've, I feel like he's got Giannis's number unless Giannis yeah. gets more help. I, mean, he, he, I think the teams he beat were tougher than the teams that the Warriors had to beat in the West. Oh, yeah. Shit, yeah. By, uh, by he, had beat, he had to beat Philly. Philly was up. Philly had a three game, had won three games in that series. Orlando was sneaky in the first round. Let's not forget, yeah. man. They got that one, but I mean, they, they won the full next four straight, but Orlando could be a sneaky team. Yeah. And um, Milwaukee was up 3 2 as well in the series, right? Right. Yeah, and they're playing play Milwaukee, and everybody thought Milwaukee was pretty much going to walk there. Um, that was Dude. the whole assumption. Yeah, and Milwaukee was blowing everybody out in the regular season. Like I think Giannis wasn't even averaging 30 minutes a game in the regular season, if you go look at the numbers. Right. Because um, they were just blowing everybody out. So they were, right. I, in the regular season, they were by far the best team in the league. And Yeah, so Kawhi had a harder route mm-hmm. to get there. So I think you know saying the East is weak is not uh, 100% true. Um, especially in the next coming years, we, we or next year, let's see what happens. We'll talk about some of the players that could be moving around and, and some teams that are coming up, you know, the Brooklyn Nets are going to be one, um, you know, and then also looking at the fact that he brought a championship to his own town. We were, cl- we were clowning on text today talking about, uh, you know, he could be the king of LA. He could go to LA, but uh, you know, and he's from Cali. He's, he's from, from the LA area. Um, and went to school at San Diego State, so I know playing at home. But I don't know, man. Being the king of the country is kind of dope. I understand what you said, Paul. He's like, I don't, I don't know if I would want to be the king of Canada. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, but that, I mean, shit. That's that comes with its own perks, though. When you look at it, you know what I mean. Like that gives you its own perks just because <laughs> it is Canada. It is, you know, he's basically representing a whole country, and he brought a whole country the first out-of-country basketball title. Like, that shit's wild. Um, yeah. The accolade is kind of big. Just like I was saying, give them a damn statue. They should. They might. Uh, yeah. Well, I'm saying, man, he's king of Canada no matter what. Like, he can leave and still be king of Canada 10 years from now because he's going to be – true. He's King Kawhi. Like, um, he, even if he leaves after this year, they'll never hate him, bro. He's brought more – he's brought more titles to Canada than any NHL team has in the last how many 12 years or some shit. 
Yeah, it's been a minute. <laughs> <laughs> can't even get no hockey titles, bro. Like this dude, this dude is set in Canada anytime he comes up there. But I think he's earned better weather than than what Canada can bring to him. <laughs> and, and the stars in the, in, in the market. I, I agree. I don't feel like he's a market guy, though. He doesn't want to be a market guy. He's so conservative. He's very bland. He's a kind of dry guy. He just he just chills. He's he's funny because he, uh, he's just so dry about his shit. But so you don't I, think he'd fit in with those bland dry guys on the Clippers? That's where I think. I don't think they're. I don't think they're dry though. I think they're just a blue collar team, and I, I like I like the team a lot. So I mean, there, there's. You know, I, I like the allure of him going to the Clippers. I'm not going to say that's not a bad look for him because I think that could possibly be. I'm looking at even this, the talk about the money aspect. Uh, we were talking about it earlier today. If he, he basically can get more money if he waits until 2021, he signs two-year deal uh, or signs this player option, he gets a year, he gets that $33 million, signs a one-year deal for the next following year, and he can make up to $36 million, And then he can really go for the super max or the max amount that he can get if he leaves – and goes to uh, the Clippers, he'll basically leave $60 million on the table. So he could, he could make more money, um, you know, depending on if he stays there in Toronto. Plus those guys are signed. Everybody that he just won with are signed through the next year. So he could still actually make another run. So that's a whole nother thing as well. None of those guys are going anywhere. All of them are signed. The only one that's on the, the, the only one that's up in the air is Mark Gasol. The rest yeah. of those guys are at least signed through the next year. Siakam still got two years, you know, so they got people who can still be there. So the team is already there. He's already learned the team. He learned the system. I think that's going to be helpful for him. Uh, but if he goes to L.A., that's the other side of it, too. He's playing with Doc Rivers. Um, it's back in L.A. I mean, that could be a real thing. That could be a real thing. I don't think he's going to land with LeBron. Uh, mm-hmm. That's that's not going to happen. I think he's too much of a competitor for that. Um, and he's locked down LeBron, you know. On, on a couple of occasions, especially in the finals. So they're, I don't know if that's going to happen. Uh, they said the Knicks, I don't think he's going to go to the East. If he's going to go to the East, he might as well stay where he's at. So I don't think that's going to happen. Um, I mean, it, that that's pretty much it. To me, those are his, his only options, either staying in Toronto or going to the Clippers. Like to me, that's the only two teams that it makes sense. Okay. What about the number two seed from uh, the Western conference this year, the Denver Nuggets? You think you would give them a shot? I don't think he'll give them a shot. It sucks. It sucks because Denver is not such a major market, even though it is like the rest of the world is catching up to Denver is, is a very popular area when it comes to music and arts. Yeah. And it's an, it's the number nine market in the United States. Right. So that's a pretty big market, but teams, but players still overlook it though. Um, I mean, if you look at it, even back to where Mello was, Mello was what, almost 10 years ago now. Um, But at the same time, that's when they had a star. They drafted a star and he couldn't keep him. I think times are different now, of course. Look at it. They got Nikola Jokic. They got a young core. They got Jamal Murray. He could really coach those guys up and be better. That's all they need is a solid three. And they play solid defense too, just like he does. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, top three defensive team in the league. So if you put that together, that honestly makes sense. On paper, it makes sense. And they can offer him money. Because they yep. can definitely shed the Millsap contract. They can definitely get rid of a couple of the guys that they have out there who are literally the same players. Um, you know, the Will, they could probably get rid of uh, Will Barton. I would honestly keep Malik Be- Beasley because I've seen some yeah. stuff on that. I would, I would keep Craig as well. Yeah, they were talking about maybe getting rid of Torrey Craig, uh, Malik Beasley, and Will Barton. And I was like, ah, I don't know if I would do that. I would definitely keep one of those two, either of Malik Beasley or Barton, just because of the defensive aspect. Those guys are, are lockdown defenders, and they play really good defense. And Will Barton, to me, is a, is a better scorer. So, honestly, I think they should do – they should keep one of those two. But, um, I mean, to me, they got the pieces. I think they can make stuff happen. I think they can be legit with what they have. Um, will it be enough to entice Kawhi? I don't think so. But that's still – that's actually kind of a dark horse pick. Like, if you were to think, like, oh, man, of a team that makes sense, um, that'd be a dark horse pick, you know. They got a lot of potential. Yeah, and uh, Mike Malone, a very popular coach with players in the league. Even uh, I seen LeBron said that Mike Malone was his favorite coach that ever coached for him. So oh, that's crazy. And that yeah. must have been just from the All Star game, huh? Yeah, that was at the All Star game because Malone was the All Star coach and LeBron was on the West. So yeah. So and uh, Mike Malone was a Cavs defensive kind of a assistant coach. Yeah, that's Back right. When LeBron was a rookie and stuff. So yep. Um, 
you know, they, it might be enticing. I've seen the Nuggets are going to go after Kawhi and Jimmy Butler. I didn't see the Nuggets on Kawhi's list, but Kawhi's list just sent, seemed like, you know, a press release from the agent. To, right. He knows these teams are going to are going to drop the bag, so Exactly. We'll Sounds happens. like he just wants to see who's going to put out the who's going to put it out there. <laughs> we'll see what happens here. Uh-
lot of people wasn't into rap in the early 80s and didn't believe it would go as far as it's gone. Now it's the number one sound. And if it ain't broke, then don't try to fix it. 
and think of the summers of the past. Adjust the bass and let the alpine blast. Pop in my CD and let me run around and put your car on cruise and lay back, cause it's summertime. Another thing, you know, that we should talk about here real quick, Anthony Davis did get traded. We were kind of speculating on it last week. Yep. Actually, actually finally did happen. He got traded to the LA Lakers uh, in exchange for Brandon Ingram, Josh Hart, Lonzo Ball, and like every draft pick for the next five years or something like that. Yeah, the next three. Including the four. Including the number four overall pick from this year's draft. Wild, bro. This is wild. So Lakers um, gave up the entire ass. Like they just gave up everything. So the Pelicans really came out pretty good. They're gonna get Zion Williamson. They're gonna get the number four pick in the draft as well. They're gonna get Josh Hart, Lonzo Ball, and um Brendan Ingram. I think that's a great move, especially from what we've seen from players leaving the Lakers the last couple of years. We've yeah. uh, you know, we're talking about people like Brooke Lopez. Um, Julius Randle, D'Angelo Russell, all left the Lakers. He's also not staying. Julius Randle is also not staying. He's a free agent as well. Yeah, and Julius Randle, he was the center last year for the Pelicans. He picked a, uh, he denied his player option, so he is a unrestricted free agent as yep. well. Um, but players leaving the Lakers usually will have more success. I think Lonzo Ball especially is the type of player that'll without that kind of spotlight on him. I know his dad always tries to get the spotlight on him, but without the spotlight of LA, I think um, he'll be able to thrive a little bit more. I will see. I can't stand those dudes. (laughs) I mean, I, I, you know, he made it to the league. So obviously they saw something enough in him. Uh, I feel like he's a scrub. I I think something that was really good for his development was Ray John Rondo being there last year because he's the same kind of player to me. Yeah. You know, he doesn't have a shot. He doesn't have a jump shot. It's yeah. like it's like the low budget Ben Simmons. Yeah, <laughs> you know no, I, I can mean? see that. I could like low budget Ben Simmons. Um, I think you know when you got a player as transcendent as Zion Williamson, like he should be able to get ten assists a game. Just give it to Zion. Yeah, I mean, if it, it's basically what it is, they they've been remaking the the LeBron and Wade photo and shit with with Zion and Lonzo <laughs> and throwing them the oob and shit. I don't know, man. Here's the thing about Lonzo to me, um, <clears throat> I, I just don't see. I I seen flashes in in college and somewhat, but I didn't think he had it then because he didn't make his team that much better. They were still getting dusted off by everybody. Granted, they went to UCLA where there wasn't a lot of, um, you know, he didn't get a lot of help uh, to, to look like that. But to, he's been overhyped and oversold. His dad kind of killed that for me. Um, and then once I seen the kind of games that he's putting up, I did, you know, granted he did put up a triple-double his, his rookie year still, whether it be 10-10-10. It was exactly 10-10-10. and 10, but Yeah, it wasn't still, like them Doncic. Luka yeah, it wasn't the, it wasn't the Doncic numbers or anything like that. And that's how they kind of hyped him up to be, especially to be the number one player taken in the draft. Um, you know, that is a lot of pressure. We'll see what it does. I don't see him working on his game. I don't see him getting better. Like his jump shot is still broke. I saw a video of him uh, earlier, you know, all he's saying, he getting prepped for the, for the year and he's just out there dribbling the ball, looking goofy and shit with his Rottweiler. Um, but I'm already seeing other players already working. You know, Zach Levine is out there trying to improve his game. He's doing workouts with his dad. Um, I have seen uh, LeBron's already back in the gym. Uh, there's a couple other ones that I have seen. They're already, you know, running and stuff, and they're already doing a bunch of stuff, and he's kind of just, like, kicking it. And that's kind of where I'm at with him, regardless of whatever's going on. I don't see him bettering his game. Um, his little brother is about to go to the Australian League for for a year. He's at, he's only 17 years old. I think he's going to be a scrub. The other brothers, he's not even going to get drafted, so it doesn't even matter. Um you know, so it, it, I don't know. I'm just not, I've never been a fan of those dudes. I appreciate the dad trying to hype them up. Hey, I see you black dad. You're trying to take care of your ch- your kids and shit and make sure they got a future. But dog, you, you pretty much pulled a, 
uh, you know, the number one draft pick, okie doke, since Michael Ola Candy, because I guarantee that's he wasn't. He wasn't number one overall, though. Lonzo wasn't. Oh, he wasn't. That's right. But no. he was in the. He was first top five, though, wasn't he? He was like the first point guard, maybe. I don't know. He was. Yeah, he was probably like number four, number six, something like yeah, that. Yeah, Lakers were up there. I remember Lakers, Lakers were weren't number number one though. They haven't picked. Yeah, they were number one. That's right. My bad. Yeah. But, I mean, still a highly touted player of of his. Uh, you know the way that they came in about him and everything like that. But yeah, he just he's just not he's just not it to me, and so. I don't know. He should be pretty good, man. I mean, they're looking um who's Drew Holiday. They're gonna they've been playing him, you know, off the ball. They want him to be the shooting guard, so I think he'll be good to fit into that system. I think they're um, gonna ship him out, to be honest. Yeah, no, I think they're keeping him. They said you think they don't keep J Rue? They've they've been invested in him. He his wife has had a lot of medical problems. Right. Um, so and like there's been entire off seasons where he wouldn't even practice and he would just stay home and take care of his wife and the team has fully supported him in that. I think that's something that's very important to him. And I think he's a very important part uh, of that team. Like they've been pretty committed to him since he's been there in the new Orleans community. Yeah, no, I feel that. I mean, there could, that could be up in the air. We will see how that one goes, but obviously everything's going to be Zion based around Zion and it's going to be the load for Zion to carry. But I think he's got some good core pieces to start off with. Let's switch to the Lakers here. Um, so the Lakers, they were named the favorites immediately after the NBA Finals were done. The Lakers immediately were named the favorites for to win the title uh, in 2020 yeah. in the NBA. And that was before the Anthony Davis trade. Then the odds got even better for him. So Vegas already knew the trade was going to happen. We pretty much knew that the trade was going to happen. It was just a matter of who's going to move. They get to keep Kyle Kuzma. Uh, obviously LeBron James they've got enough either for a maximum contract or they can offer somebody 23 mil uh, for the next season and then they have to fill up the bench with veteran minimum players so you're looking at the Cleveland Cavaliers (laughs) 2.0 pretty much Um, is it going to be enough to win in the west especially when you got you know hustler teams like the Utah Jazz the Denver Nuggets that we mentioned and talked about a little bit earlier is that going to be enough to have two superstars to, to beat the West and then the competitive balance that's, that's been rising, the Clippers? This is like true. Um, and and th- there's a lot of variables in there. Uh, you did throw a couple of them in there, you know, the sneaky team and stuff like that. Here's the thing. I would take LeBron James still better than most people. If he's okay. healthy 100% and AD can play healthy most of the entire season – I could see them making a deep run into the Western Conference final or up to the Western Conference finals. I won't give okay. them I won't give them the title yet or anything like that. It depends on what they surround themselves with. And so the two factors I have for that is it's not even LeBron James health. I think LeBron is going to be healthy next year, but they're going to manage his minutes. Um, <clears throat> I think it's going to come down to Kyle Kuzma's play. If Kyle Kuzma can step up and be that third guy, that third option and is consistent with it, because his overall game is dope. Like, he can board, he can block, he, he can play defense. He's he's still a kid. You can definitely see it, and he still has some stuff to learn. He's really uh, raw on, so, on some situations, but I think he learned a lot last year, and he, he showed that he can turn it on. Um, so if he could be that third option and be consistent, that's going to be huge for them. Um, and then Anthony Davis's health. That's the, that's the second biggest factor that comes down to it. And then the third, I guess there is a third, is, of course, who are you going to sign? You're right. They only have about $32 million, um, in cap space left. So they can maybe give one more max contract, which is, I think, a 30 or something like that for them. Um, you know, if, if they can find somebody who is willing to take that. I even heard, though, um, Anthony Davis is actually uh, refusing to waive his um, – I forgot what kind of – it's like a trade – the no trade clause. Yeah, no no trade clause bonus or something like that, which is four million dollars. Um, that could help them even further have a better cap to go with. He's not waiving it, so they still have that thirty two million. I mean, they would really have to get somebody on a on a cheaper deal who's willing to think about it and invest. The only person I can think that makes sense with right this second is Chris Paul. Chris Paul is is going through some shit that's coming up today. I've seen it the last two days, but I've just seen mm-hmm. it that um, pretty much it said Chris Paul and James Harden's uh, relationship is unsalvageable, and then he's going to ask for a trade. Um, so that's that's just within the last two hours. So this is definitely some new new news yeah. out there, um, and I think that if their if their situation is dissolving, and plus uh, Dan Dan Tony. Um, 
uh, trade talks or not trade talks, but his uh, contract talks have, have fallen through or stalled as well. Um, so that team is looking really shaky. I would go after Chris Paul cause you can get him on a cheaper deal. Um, yeah. Chris Paul will take you, will take it for like 20 million. I'd be like, yo, let me get you 20 million this year and let me get a couple players. Who can we steal from y'all? PJ Tucker is also a free agent. Why won't we take PJ Tucker? That'd be a good addition for their, for their team. Um, get him on a cheap deal and a couple other players. I think it's possible that they could definitely make a deep run, especially with Golden State hurt. Um, Cause again, I would still take LeBron as top three players still in the league, even today with how old he is and everything else. We saw him before he went out, he was averaging uh, 26, seven and eight still um, even at 16 years in the league, like the dude is still doing it. So I don't know, man. That's it's in that, and the other part of that, just like you said, the Clippers is is if Kawhi goes to the Clippers, that will change the whole landscape of the West to me. Yeah, definitely. So there's going to be some big moves that are coming up in the West, and the teams that I mentioned earlier, they were kind of specifically, you know, I said the the Jazz, the Nuggets. I'll throw Portland in there, and one thing that these teams have is depth. Yep, uh, and that's going to be a problem, and these teams you know, are competing with the best of the West, the teams with the big uh, superstar names and, and things like that. And I think depth might make a difference. Um, it does in the West. Absolutely. It, it became the difference in the NBA finals, didn't it? Yeah. yeah I was just about to say that. Yeah. That was huge in the finals because so, the injuries came up big and they had nobody to fill those holes at all. Right. So that's going to be another factor in there. If, if you're leveraging the farm, do you think it would take Kuzma to a, in a trade to get Chris Paul? No, I don't think it will at this point, um, especially with the situation that's going on. I think they, and they had already said it, the Rockets said they're listening to any trades. Um, if they're going to go that far, then then you might as well hang it up. Um, you need, I think they need Kuzma because for one, Chris Paul is old. And as he's gotten up in age, his injuries have become huge and massive. If you got Rondo maybe backing it up, I don't know. But I've even seen, like, I don't think that that chemistry would actually work with having Rondo and Chris Paul. So that's a whole other situation because I've seen them clash time and time again, actually. Um, so that's actually been something that is very, very close. Um, but at the same time, you know, what makes sense for both players, the team and the player, um, you'd have to give up some type of piece and there's nothing else the Lakers can offer. So I don't know how they would pull that off. Um, to be honest, unless yeah. they give up like their second round pick too, you know, if they were like, Oh, well, we're going to give up our second two for this year, you know, um, that would be bad, but, <laughs> but I mean, they could do it. I mean, I think they're trying to, I think they're looking for how could they could win right now? I think that's what they're looking for is how can they win right now? Or at least in the next two, three years. And well, that's what they're buying their time for. Yeah, they're they're down to LeBron's window. LeBron's about to be thirty five this next season, so right. They got pretty much two clock. or three years left. Yeah, yeah, they're on a quick clock here. They got to do something quick. But I mean, if if you're talking about Chris Paul, Anthony Davis, LeBron James, to me, like the image I have in my head is Gary Payton, Carl Malone, Shaq, and Kobe, and we all know how that one went. Yeah. <laughs> and they lost to the Detroit Pistons. Yeah, in the finals, yeah. Yeah, which were not in their class, but, I mean. It would, it would depend who's there. I mean, again, in the East, it depends on uh, Giannis could be there. It depends on where Kawhi goes. I think I think a lot of it rides on Kawhi now that KD's out. Um, yeah. I think how this season will look will all depend on where he goes. I think he's dictating the market now because he's the only player – that everybody's going to really go for as then he's the number one right now. Like he surpassed Katie. Unfortunately, the injury did not help Katie any further. So to me, he is the highly touted player at this current juncture. Um, yeah. So would be the number one uh, choice that everybody's going to go after. And we named off a bunch of the free agents last week on last week's episode. Um, there's yeah. a lot of big names. Obviously the nets have a lot of money. They're looking to make a big move. So they might uh, be able to make some moves to be towards the That's top of the That's could be sneaky, man. They could be sneaky. The Knicks, though, in my mind, they're a joke. They have the money <laughs> yeah. to make moves, but they have the money to fuck shit up, which yep. they always do. So I'll see it when I believe it. Um, hey, well, and they're rebuilding all the way. They can offer two max, max contracts, but they're going to need that still that, that other person after they trade uh, Chris Dops. Um, yeah, I mean, Kyrie might go there. He's another big free agent. Um, 
Yeah. There's going to be some names to look out for. And if, if a lot of these land out West or somebody else teams up with LeBron and AD, which I'm sure somebody it will. Could be Kyrie. Could be Kyrie. It could be Jimmy Butler. Could be – that would be dope, Jimmy Butler. I don't know, though, because he's a two. They need to – they still need a point guard. They need a veteran point guard out there. The one I'll actually run running the team. That wouldn't – that would be kind of interesting to see how they – how that would look. I don't know. I don't know if that fit. Jimmy Butler in Denver sounds good. If they couldn't – if Denver can't get Kawhi, Jimmy Butler in Denver sounds fantastic. Yeah. Tobias like That sounds Harris. like the, the best fit. Oh, yeah. Tobias Harris is out there, too. Yeah. He's another great shooter. So there's some good names to look out for. The balance is definitely going to shift away from Golden State because at the very least, Clay Thompson will be out to like February or March. Kevin Durant's going to miss a full season. So, you know, they're going to be with Curry and Draymond and see how far that those two can take them. Yeah, I mean, that's all they're going to have. And uh, whew, that's going to be tough for them. I mean, if KD, but if KD does leave, though, I mean, that does free up some space, but that's not going to help them at, at this year anyway. But still, um, you know, who are they going to go get? Nobody's going to go team up with them. They're the empire. So <laughs> if KD leaves or, or for, you know, even if he stays for the year, they can't afford to go get anybody. They're going to probably try to fill up their bench as much as, much as possible because, yeah, that definitely hurt them this year. That was, that was their Achilles heel. Uh, no pun intended there, um, to be honest, because it's like, yeah, them, that, they had no depth. But outside of Iguodala, he was the only person that came and shined. Uh, Quinn Cook came in, but they didn't utilize him enough for him to continue to shine. Uh, Looney got hurt, all kinds of shit. So, yeah, I mean, they're they're in a bad spot right now. So the West to me is wide open. What, if they, run there. what if they offer Kawhi a contract? He wouldn't take it. <laughs> I don't think he would take it. <laughs> he wouldn't take it he wouldn't take it i I think he uh i don't know if he would do the snake move if he did a a bored guy in san francisco bro (laughs) in san francisco dog it's wild man uh it's it's the wild wild west again and nba is uh is done but hey there's still a lot of movement going on so keep checking in with that and then we're gonna get definitely get into football here soon as well so once football starts picking up We'll start talking about that too. But man, uh, give us your thoughts, your feedback on the basketball, man. Um, we got some some pretty wild ideas, but they don't sound too wild, man. I think there's a lot of logic behind that between me and Polly, man. We come up with a lot of shit. So y'all just give us some feedback on what you think is going to happen in this offseason with the NBA. Where do you think Kawhi's going? Where do you think all that's going to happen? So yeah, you let us know. Please subscribe. Please leave us a five star review. Take the antidote.com. <laughs>